What's happening, everybody? I'm your host, RJ Carbone, and you are listening to episode 408 of the podcast. Welcome to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. We also do MMA now, too. Yanks every series, Knicks every game, MMA occasionally on weekends. Now, this is a four-game series against the Red Sox we're recapping. So sometimes, once in a while, for four-game sets, what we will do is split the series in half, do an episode for the first half of the series, and then do an episode for the later half of the series. So we will be recapping the first two games of the set where the Yankees have gone 2-0 so far in this series. So as I'm recording, it is... Technically, it's, it's the 24th. Technically, it's September 24th on a Saturday because it's now past midnight. Um, I got home from the game just about an hour or so ago. I went to the game on Friday night, so that was fun. So we're going to talk about it, episode 408 of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get right into it. Let's get to the first game of the set real quick. Um, Just going to take a 15-second break. We will be right back. Stay with us. Hey, fellas. I've noticed that only a small percentage of you who watch BD4 on YouTube are actually subscribed. So if you do enjoy this podcast and want to be alerted every time a new episode drops, consider subscribing and hitting that notification bell. This way, we can help the podcast grow and you won't miss a single episode of BD4. Alright, welcome back to the show. I know I said 15 seconds, that was about 20-something, sorry. Um, Let's get into it. The first game of the set, Yankees-Red Sox, took place on uh, Thursday night. No. Yes, Thursday night. Sorry. I'm all screwed. It was a long night, man. I'm tired. Uh, But the Yanks, again, grabbed two from the Sox. Um, Episode 408. The first game of the set, yeah, it took place on Thursday night where the Yankees won. And an extra innings victory, 5-4. to four. Jamison Tyone started for the Yankees and Michael Walker for the Boston Red Sox. No score until the bottom of the fifth inning. And in the bottom of the fifth, you had Kyle Higashioka driving in a run with the sack fly, making it one nothing Yankees. Um, bottom of the sixth in this game, Giancarlo Stanton would go deep to make it 3 nothing Yankees. Top of the seventh. That's where it all kind of just start going downhill. Uh, Casas is his fucking name. Hits a home run for Boston. And then McGuire hits a home run for Boston. It's 4-3. to three. Boston takes the lead. Bottom of the 8th though. Harrison Bader sack fly ties it. And then in the 10th, the Yankees walk it off when Donaldson singles. It all comes full circle if you watch the first series of the season. Um... Yeah, offensively, the Yankees scored five runs on nine hits. Um, two of them, I believe, were extra base hits in this game. Um, seven walks, six strikeouts. Four double plays were hit into. That's not good. Um, three for ten with runners in scoring position. They had one assist, a stolen base, and no errors. Um 
Aaron Judge did not get 61 in this game. 0 for 2, 3 walks. I'm telling you, Cora wants no part of it, um, especially in this game. I mean, he did, Judge did just, he, he got a good pitch to hit in his final at-bat, and he just missed it, just like a foot or two maybe um, from the wall. Um, and with Fox's audio, this game was on Fox, with their audio, like it sounds like the mic's on the barrel of the bat. You think everything is out. And, and that doesn't help with the fact that Yankee Stadium, of course, anticipating a home run every time he steps to the plate, goes nuts when he makes contact. Um, I definitely thought it was gone. But um, Judge also displayed that laser of an arm with the assist there in right field when Clay Holmes took the mound um, late in the game. Stanton and Donaldson led the Yankees with three hits apiece. Um, you had Josh Donaldson with an RBI and Stanton with two RBIs from the home run. Um, yeah, it was a big 10th inning for the Yankees with the small ball there. I, I loved seeing that. So you have the infield single by Stanton. You had LaCastro pinch running for Stanton, swiping second base. Um, overturned, he was safe. Cabrera then moves LaCastro to third base with the fly ball. Right? Manufacturing there. Then you get Bader connecting for a sacrifice fly to bring in LaCastro, the tying run. I thought it was all huge because that was the polar opposite of what happened the inning right before, where you had Higgy double, Judge walk, you had first and second nobody out, and you had Rizzo grounding into a double play. Then you had Torres walk, but then Donaldson grounding out. Like the Yankees just not coming through with runners in scoring position. Um, so the seventh was every reason why I worry about this lineup in October. Never coming through in big spots. But then the eighth was everything I want to see them do even more in October. Not always hitting the long ball and sometimes sacrificing when the time calls for it, right? So that was my thoughts on the offense. As far as the pitching goes, Tyone, yeah, you look you look really, really good. Really strong performance. Six innings, nobody uh no runs, four hits, one walk. Eight strikeouts, um, no home runs allowed, 101 pitches, and the no decision. He looked really good. He was working quick, throwing strikes, but just the stuff looked fantastic. There was a lot of break. Uh, the velo was there. His strikeout stuff was working. He was good. Um, he was done after six innings. I, I would have went batter by batter in the seventh, honestly, uh, but I get it. Uh, yeah, yeah, boom, went up to the bullpen, and... Bullpen, four innings, four runs, four hits, two home runs, four walks, three strikeouts. It was just Clark Schmidt, really. Um, Schmidt pitched one inning, and he gave up four runs. Um, he was beyond awful. I I am not that big on this guy anymore. I was kind of big on him earlier in the season. But having stuff doesn't mean you're good. And... You know, I kind of joked to one of my brothers when he was coming in. I'm like, how the hell does this guy have a 2-8 ERA? Because <laughs> it doesn't feel like he's been that good. Uh, and then obviously that went up. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I'm not a fan of Clark Schmidt. Chapman, Trevino, Holmes. 
pitched after that. They all looked, you know, they combined for no runs in three innings. Um, Chapman couldn't throw strikes. He he threw a third of an inning because he walked two. And he was abysmal as always. Uh, I, I don't understand why there are more than zero human beings who still believe Aroldis Chapman is anything more than washed up rancid seaweed on some infested New York shoreline. Um, I'm sorry, he's pretty bad. The last three years, he's been beyond bad. Dreadful. <laughs> Do you people need anything more than that? Uh, like, how are you not able to comprehend how long three years is? Um, he was bad in 2020. He was bad in 2021. He was bad in 2022. This year. And even in years where he hasn't been bad for the Yankees, he has turned it into a bad narrative by choking in some tremendous spots. Regular season, postseason, anytime, anywhere. It's over. Gotta stop forcing it. Get the scissors out. Cut them. Uh, but hey, Clay Holmes looked good. <laughs> the other guy uh, I, I give a ton of shit to because he's kind of faltered the last two months or so. Um, it was really just the double that never was, thanks to Judge, that that was on uh, Clay Holmes' line there. That was the only rough part. The, the very first batter, at least. It might have been the first pitch, but um, after that, he was locked down. I, I think he didn't allow base runner after the first double. Um, or single, I guess. Uh, but he worked quick. He threw strikes, got outs, 20 pitches, and he pitched two innings. So, Yankee pitching overall held Xander Bogarts to Xander Bogarts to uh, 0 for 5 in the first game of the set. But yeah, it was a good win. Uh, the Fox broadcast, it was Smoltz and uh, the NFL guy. Listen, I don't hate Smoltz. I actually like Smoltz. Um, a lot of Yankees fans are going to give me shit for that, but I think he does a good job. I always appreciate what he has to say. I think what he says is usually right about the Yankees. Um, I just find myself agreeing with him a lot about when he points out their flaws for the postseason. Um, I don't, you know, maybe I need to pay more closer attention. I don't find him anti-Yankee. I know he's a brave. He's, he's People still think he's bitter. Maybe it's because I agree whenever he talks about the flaws. But he, I feel like he gives them credit too. I don't know. I have no problem with him. Um, first game of the set went well. Let's talk about the second game of the set. So the second game of this series took place, I was going to say tonight, but technically yesterday. Um, Friday night, the Yankees face the Red Sox, and they win again 5-4, to four, uh, this time in regulation. Garrett Cole versus Rich Hill, the veteran Rich Hill. Top of the first inning, Tommy Pham hits a home run to the porch, and it's one nothing Boston. Um, Garrett Cole. Bottom of the third, you get Aaron Hicks. The stickman Hicks hitting a home run to make it 1-1. Uh, and then Hicks in the bottom of the fifth singles in a run. Glaber singles, uh, or doubles in runs. It's 4-1 Yankees. Top of the sixth, Cole gives it up. Verdugo homers. Bottom of the eighth, Trevino singles in the run. 5-4 Yankees win. 
Five runs on seven hits, two extra base hits, four walks, nine strikeouts, three for nine in scoring position, and one stolen base for the New York Yankees. Um, yeah. Judge was one for four. Stanton was 0 for four. Glaber was one for three, a double, a walk, two RBIs. Donaldson 0 for four. Cabrera 1 for three. IKF 1 for three, a walk. Marvin 0 for three with a walk. Hicks 2 for three, two RBIs. Bader a walk, pinch hitting for Cabrera there at the end, and Trevino 1 for 4 with an RBI. Yeah, another win via manufacturing in this one, right? It wasn't you know, a bunch of power there at the end, but it was Bader drawing a walk, stealing second base, going to third base on the error, and then advancing home on the Trevino contact base hit. A simple hit up the middle, right? Just, just chipping away and, and playing small. I love it. It felt like that was the Yankee offense earlier in the season. And we're seeing that more lately. So that was the positive of this game. The offense lately is finding other ways to score beside the home run. They're still hitting the home run. Stanton, Hicks, but... They've been scoring in other ways throughout these two games, too. That's a positive. Um, and the negative in this game was was Garrett Cole. And, and I mean, how? Oh, my gosh. I, I, I don't want to keep sounding repetitive here, but six innings, four runs, two home runs. Uh, don't care about the eight strikeouts. He got the no decision. He's not an ace. He's not an ace. That's not even an angry reaction, prisoner of the moment, knee-jerk type of reaction anymore. That's just a, a, a as close to a fact as you can get. He's not pitched like an ace. We know that. And I'm kind of getting to the point where it's like, how is this guy going to be your game one starter? There are, I want to say, 12 games remaining. So Gary Cole has two starts left. There's nothing he could do in two starts to make me feel confident that he could shut it down in game one. Maybe he'll get away with it if the Yankees, you know, whoever they face in the first round. But if the Yankees advance to the second round, there's no way I want Garrett Cole pitching the first game of the set against, be it the Astros. He's not an ace. He's not even a number two. His ERA this year is three and a half. That's a number four starters ERA. That is. That's the ERA that a number four pitcher gives you. This guy is being paid $36 million a year. $36 million for a season should not net you a 349 ERA. Two more home runs tonight. He has given up 31 home runs this season. That's got to be close to the amount of starts he's made this year. So he's given up at least one a start. The second home run he gave up tonight was telling of the type of home runs he gives up. He doesn't just give up random home runs when the Yankees have a big lead or solo bombs. No, he gives up big three-run game-breaking homers way too many times. Game, home runs that, that, that put the Yankees away in a bad way. Home runs that give away the tie, the lead. Tonight, the Yankees are up. They gave him a 4-1 to lead. They gave him a 4-1 to lead. Apparently, that's not good enough for Mr. Cole. Gives it right back. Letting Verdugo beat him. 
So another outing where he just cannot get it done. He cannot shut it down. And another outing where if you watch the game, uh, one more mistake threw him completely off kilter. That's been a theme with Garrett Cole. One thing goes wrong, he's off the tracks. He got ejected being a fake tough guy after throwing a ball. That was a ball. <laughs> Boone got ejected. Trevino was arguing. It was a whole thing. What's the excuse counter up to this year? You had Billy Crystal. You had the, the cold in Detroit. You had the was it the two strike siren he was complaining about or with the pitch calm thing. There's something every game. I, I am I am out on them. It's, I will say, if he does somehow shove in October, none of this fucking shit matters. Then I'm good with him. And that's how it should be. You win us over by what you do next. So so if he goes out there in three weeks, three or four weeks, whenever it is, if he goes out there in three weeks and he seven shutout against the whoever the fucks, I'm good. But I'm angry right now because what he's been doing is not giving me confidence that he can go out there and do seven shutout. I've had a bad taste in my mouth when it comes to Garrett Cole ever since last postseason where he shit the bed, pissed on the shit, and then shit some more against the Red Sox. So, he's done nothing since then to really come off that list. So I don't care that he's striking out 236 batters this year, whatever that number is. A strikeout's a stat I look at and say, wow, that's cool. That's a flashy bonus stat. The first thing I'm looking at is wins. And I'm just I'm not talking about wins on a pitcher's record. But I'm talking about how many games does he go out there and keep give us a chance to win. How many times do we win on cold day because he pitches well? So runs allowed. Limit runs, you can win. We need to be winning cold games. And we have been winning cold games, honestly. But it's been mostly because the offense eventually bails him out. He's got to do better. The bullpen, two innings, no runs. Marinaccio pitched an inning, walked the batter, struck out two. And then Lasagna threw two innings after that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, two hits allowed, two strikeouts, no runs, got the win. He closed it out because we also don't have a closer. <laughs> um, yeah, I was at this game. It was good. It was fun. Yankee Stadium was awesome. The culture in New York is awesome. The Bronx, just Bronx culture. Bronx culture, just walking around the city, it's cool. Got homeless men playing jazz. It's cool. Took a took a video of that. It's on my Instagram. Um, the stadium, just just awesome. The fans, the bleachers. If you don't if you don't sit in two thirty six, I want nothing to do with you. Um, but yeah, just a quick one tonight. Nothing really crazy happened. Uh, quick two game recap, and uh, that's it. You know, Glaber is hitting. Bader is making impact every game. Even in a game he did not start today, he makes impact by scoring the big run. Went from first. Look, he, all he did was draw a walk, and he ended up scoring. There you go. Even Hicks is producing lately when he plays. <laughs> Judge, still trying for number 61. I think he's been pressing a little lately. Mixture of not getting pitches to hit and, you know, just... Yeah, the games are counting down. Um, 
I, I still think he'll at least tie it. Stanton's been inconsistent lately. Seems like he either has a big multi-hit game or he does nothing. Tonight he did nothing. Better than being what he was before, which was consistent, but consistently bad. Uh, Cabrera keeps hitting. He had another hit tonight. I do wish Peraza would be a part of the team, but he won't be involved until next year. Um, hopefully. Um, Lasagna is hopefully back on track after after tonight. Two clean innings. Uh, Cole still fraudulent. We talked on that. More clutch hitting in these two games. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I wouldn't. You know, I would. I wouldn't know how many, how many times the Yankees have taken a lead in the seventh or later. Games where they've taken a lead in the seventh or later. I want to know what their record is. I just first of all, I just feel like they have a lot of games where they've taken a lead in the seventh or later. Period. Like they've done that a ton of times. I do have a cool stat for you. Um, I, I was doing the math. So the Yankees have 16 walk-off victories this year. 16. Um, they have 92 victories overall. So if you divide that, that means the Yankees walk it off once every six games, which is hilarious. It's actually technically more because one out of six is like 16.7%. 16 out of 92 is like 17 point something percent. So one every six games, one every six wins. I'm sorry. One every six wins is a walk-off. That's absurd. And I I keep having to double check because it sounds so great that it's got to be wrong. No, it's absurd. Uh, What else? Uh, Miguel Andujar was cut. RIP to him. Shame he never ended up being good. Um, maybe, you know, he goes somewhere and hits. I still think there's something there in that swing. Something violent. Um, Peralta to the DL, but Britain and Efros come back. Don't think Britain will play a big factor. I think they'll just get him some innings here and there and, you know, mop up duty. But, yeah, the Yankees win. The Yankees have clinched the postseason. They did that in the first game of the set. Um... They clinched the postseason. Um, their magic number for the division is down to, uh, I think, four. So any day now, ninety-two and fifty-eight record overall, thirteen and four in their last seventeen, which is seven sixty-five ball. Um, five in a row, five wins in a row, five-game win streak. Knock on wood. And um, yeah, the first of two this series. Or the first two of this four-game series. That's about it. Head to break. We'll get back and wrap it up with the NYY, NYK, MMA question of the day. All right. Stay with us. Be right back. All right. So if you guys want to follow me on social media, I'm on Facebook, RJ Carbone. And I'm also on Instagram, at Rob J Carbone. That's Facebook, RJ Carbone. And on Instagram, I'm at Rob J Carbone. So BD4 is on so many different platforms now. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and plenty other listening platforms. 
You can also watch the podcast on YouTube and Spotify. And if you do listen to us on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a five-star rating and review as we are currently a five-star podcast and would love to keep it that way. And if you watch the podcast on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the BD4 YouTube channel. Download, listen, watch, share it, do all of that stuff to help us grow. Studio 69 Productions is a podcast production agency created by Leo Rodriguez to allow content creators to market their podcast. It's an online platform that will market your podcast or any other project that you're working on. Get in touch with Leo Rodriguez from Studio 69 Productions. You can find Studio 69 Productions on Instagram at Studio69NJ. Studio 69 Productions, where dreams are heard and born. Welcome back to the show, episode 408 of BD4. I'm your host, RJ Carbone. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. So for this episode, uh, our NYY, NYK, MMA question of the day for episode 408 is, it's another true or false question, true or false, Aaron Judge currently sits in the top 15 for total home runs in franchise history. Is that true or false? Aaron Judge currently sits in the top 15 for total home runs in franchise history. So let me know the answer wherever you can reach me, whether that be Facebook, Instagram, DM me, any of those platforms, wherever you can reach me, however you can. Text me if you got my number, email me, whatever. Fax me. Send me a telegram. Send me a raven. Yo, House of Dragons is fucking dope. House of the Dragon. But, I lost my train of thought there. (laughs) Uh, No, if you get the answer correct, I'll give you a shout out in the next show. If you don't get it correct, but attempt to guess the answer, I'll let you know what it is in the next episode. So one last time, true or false, Aaron Judge currently sits in the top 15 for total home runs in franchise history. Let me know the answer. That's it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, RJ Carbone. And, um, yeah. Yankees are looking good right now. They're they're hot. Um, Got to give them credit. I, I, I'll, gi- I'll give credit when they deserve it, man. It's funny, man. Because when you're a fan who likes to shoot the shit like me and, and, and you know, sometimes doesn't really have a filter, <clears throat> you'll occasionally get shit. <clears throat> for when you do give them credit. But it's it's you're often finding yourself in a lose-lose. It's because it's like so when the Yankees play bad, I will give them so much shit. But when they win, I will give them a lot of praise. And then you'll get the comments saying, "Oh, you're such a wishy-washy fan." But it's like, "Okay, do you want me to constantly be negative even when they win?" Because if I do that, and I've done that sometimes, then you give me shit for never being fair. 
So some of you guys have to just stop trying to find things to be miserable about. I get a call. I, I, won't, I, I won't even. Thanks, guys, and I'll see you in the next one. Episode 408 done in the books. Ciao. This episode was brought to you by Anchor.